Hello and welcome to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. You are now listening to Flashbulb Memories, the show where I have a guest every single week who brings on some songs that are among the most vivid and detailed memories that they have called Flashbulb Memories. I am the host of the show, Kenny Horn, and with me this week, I have Charlie Felonico. How are you, Charlie? I'm doing good. Uh, I move into Montclair tomorrow, so I'm just getting everything together. So yeah, it's, uh, it's all hanging in there. That's cool. Can you tell us about yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, my name is Charlie. I am a freshman at Montclair. I study television and digital media. Uh, at WMSC, I am the music librarian, and I am an avid music listener. I play guitar, and uh, for me, music's always just been a big part of my life. And even when I do with, like, uh, film and TV, I always like to incorporate music and stuff like that, so, you know. Yeah. I like your list a lot. It's a good one. This is a classic rock show, but we're going to go a little bit heavy on some of these today. And you know what? It wouldn't be rock if you didn't break some of the rules. Well, I think it's time to get going. A few episodes ago, I had Madison Everett, who was the music director for the station, and Charlie works with her a lot. She picked a song from Guitar Hero, Slow Ride. And this first ah. song, I remember, I can't hear the title without thinking, Guitar Hero. So here we go. Mississippi Queen by Mountain.
back to flashbulb memories we just listened to black magic by slayer charlie get to him about the three songs that we just played starting with mississippi queen so mississippi queen has that like legendary guitar riff to it and i remember the first time i heard the song it was probably through my dad's music collection i knew like I got to pick up the guitar. I got to learn how to play this. It just sounds so good. And then like the solo kicks in. I was like, I got to play this. So that was like, I would probably say like the song that made me want to like, you know, pick up a guitar. Detroit Rock City. I know that one too. And I love that song. Can you tell me about that one? So yeah. So as I said before, and this will be kind of like a recurring theme with a lot of these songs is like my parents' music collection is really kind of what exposed me to a lot of different stuff. And my dad, had this like 70s 80s like esque like music system for lack of a better term and there was a tape deck a vinyl player and uh, a bunch of cd uh players and it was all wooded and glass it was awesome i remember like the second i learned how to use it or i was old enough to be able to use it i stole my dad's copy of kiss platinum which came in this like really cool like silvery folding case and uh i think one of the first songs had to be Detroit Rock City it was that same thing with Mississippi Queen where I hear that riff and I hear the solo. That's probably one of my favorite solos of all time is in Detroit Rock City. And I played that CD so much to the point where like it was just unplayable. And the thing was, I don't think I was listening to anything else on it. It was just Detroit Rock City over and over and over like blaring throughout my house whenever I got to be able to use the sound system. And uh, yeah, good memories with that. I will say the ironic part about the, that Kiss Platinum CD, I remember uh, the sound system was, uh, it, it was old. It became an eyesore and the audio quality was only so good. So like my mom was like, all right, we're just getting rid of this. And uh, me and my buddies wheeled it to the bottom of our curb and picked up by the dump. And I'm like, we should make sure there's nothing in this. So we got like, I think it was like a butter knife or something. We just wedged into the CD thing for like 10 minutes trying to open it up and lo and behold, uh, Kiss's uh, platinum CD was still in there, all beat up and scratched. I probably have it in my closet somewhere, so it uh, it doesn't work anymore. But I still have it, and I have good memories whenever I dig it out of my closet. <laughs> Is it about Black Magic? I'm curious about that one. All right, so pre I love pre-COVID. I used to go to concerts like religiously, like if we had more than five bucks to my name and like free time, like I'd be at a concert somewhere, you know, whether it was Asbury or PNC or New York shows, I didn't really go to as much, but mostly like Asbury and PNC and stuff. And uh, I remember Slayer, I guess it was 20, 2018, they announced their farewell tour. And I was huge in the metal. I was like, yo, I got to see these guys before they go. It was an awesome lineup. I actually, I have it right here. It was Slayer, Behemoth, Testament, Lamb of God, and Anthrax. And uh, those were like the last two of the, like, the big four metal bands I had to see was Anthrax and Slayer. So me and my buddies were like, all right, we're going, we're going. So we went to PNC and we got general admission tickets on the lawn. And um, it was a pretty long show. I remember we grilled out the back of my car and the first, few, the first couple bands was great. It was like a usual metal show. And then like it's late and Slayer's about to go on and like all the lights go off, this like red glow goes across the stage. The intro starts to play. And like the second they hit the first note of their first song, the whole place just like erupts. Like, I mean, I'm sure you could have heard it pounds over. It was like everyone charged for the fence and everything. 
and like it was just it was the best concert I ever saw you know everyone was moshing I got beat up so bad that night not anything like beat up beat up but like you know when you're at those types of concerts and I remember for like weeks afterwards it was just like a set a steady stream of Tylenol and like taking it slow and it was to the point where my girl my girlfriend was like you you should maybe see like a chiropractor I was like no 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 we're good but I mean me and my friends were like hanging off the fence at that show like you know swinging back and forth jumping into people it was the best show ever the most chaotic show I've ever been to and I'm just like so happy I was able to see it so you ever been to like an underground show this is completely unrelated to some big band but like you know like a basement kind of thing oh yeah we have we have uh i just have so many fond memories of uh, a kid a couple blocks down from me used to have basement shows like whenever and we do usually like a fundraiser for a charity or something like that but like anytime we could have one we'd have one and we'd have like these local bands come in and it was a blast and um it's funny like they would start like it'd be some like indie pop band playing and me and my friends, we'd start like moshing around and stuff. And like the next day I'd like be talking to my friends and be like, yeah, you were really like throwing yourself in there. I was like, yeah, man, like I don't mess around with those mosh pits. I love it. And uh, of course, like the basement turns into like 800 degrees. It just starts to smell like sweat and food and, you know, pizza or whatever. Yeah. But I loved it. I love it. The reason it. I bring it up, the reason I bring it up is because I've been to like just one of those because there's nothing like that around my area. And when yeah. I was there, I've, I've never been a huge mosher. I've done it a couple of times, but I got to be in the mood for it. And um, yeah. we're there. There's not many people, maybe 30, but it's a small basement and it is loud. And a lot of them, they start moshing. But the funny part is there's this guy in the corner of the room the entire time. He was just bobbing his head. He did not say a word the entire time just bobbing his head and I remember looking at him looking away and when I looked back he was gone and there was a hole in the wall moshing is like it's such a funny thing because like he explained it to someone they're like that sounds miserable but there's like this kind of like sense of like you know like you bump into each other you push each other but then like you pick each other up and it's like no one's really trying to like hurt each other like to be mean it's just you're like messing around and I'm like you know, you, you got to go to a show and like, you know, you don't just start, you know, shoving people to the floor and stuff like that's just being mean. But, you know, when you're in, it's fun. And it's like hard to like, it's hard to explain to someone like what it's like, other than just being like, like, just do it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if you don't like it, of course, you, you back out. But I always thought it was fun. You know, it's like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dance. So that is definitely what I'm going to call it now. That's just how I dance. Exactly. Want to see me dance? Just... It's my Boom. Exactly. It's my excuse for not dancing as I, you know, Wayne Gretzky hockey check people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. That's funny. We're going to move on to some two new songs. I know I said we're going to be a little bit heavy, but he did bring on some lighter things. And I think these are both great picks. <laughs> Heavy on my mind 
Todd Rundgren. Oh, I love that song so much. Charlie, get to about the two songs that we just played. Yeah, so basically, um, growing up, my mom would have exclusive control over the car radio. So I grew up being exposed to a lot of this like uh, like 70s pop and rock. And um, 
especially these two songs. These were like two of my favorites that my mom would play. And it, it's cool because like my mom, when we were little, always like prioritized like going out and like having us not, ex you know, not explore the world, but like, you know, like see the area, you know, we're fortunate enough to live in New Jersey that we're close to the city and the beach and all this, all these great areas. So it's just like, I associate these songs with like going to the beach around here for the first time and all like, you know, going on all these trips with my brother, sister, and my mom and stuff. And just kind of like having that like nostalgic feeling. So like, I'll be driving and these songs will come on. It's just like, you know, like a, just like a good vibe, you know? That's really cool. I like that a lot. That's, that's always kind of the feeling I've gotten from Hello It's Me specifically. Like it's just, while it is a pretty sad song when you actually listen to it, it's the music itself, not just the lyrics, the music itself. It, it's very just, makes you feel like you can just relax, just sit there and, and just feel it. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right when you talk about the message that song. I remember, this is cheesy, but like, I remember I made like, you know, my girlfriend a mixtape once and I put that song on it because I loved it. And she was like, oh, I love this song. It's great. It wasn't until like, a little bit later I realized like what the content of the song actually was. And we're like, you know, let's just not think about it. It just sounds good, you know? <laughs> you know? <At> that. <laughs> we always kind of like associated it with like this cheesy, like sweet mixtape I made for her. And then like, I remember my friend was like, yeah, you know, that's about him like on the road, like, doing his thing with women I was like oh all right or like it's a breakup song or I guess the the meaning of the song is kind of contested but I always thought it was just a breakup song that that's so funny that's so yeah. funny it's good they're able to I cringe yeah it's good they're able to get over and just appreciate the music for what it is though I think that's the most important yeah thing. yeah <laughs> yeah all right next up we have a song that Quite honestly, it's probably the most unique song I've played on the show. But this is what I've talked about rule breaking before. And honestly, just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad.
about those songs that we just listened to 
Yeah, uh, so first off, starting uh, with Drunken Lullabies by Flogging Molly. Um, me and my brother, it's funny, we have like this joke, we're like almost polar opposites. You know, my brother is kind of, I apologize if he's listening into this, but he's more like very introverted, kind of book smart type of guy, primary extroverted and stuff like that. And we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but growing up, one of the things we used to love to do was there was this game for the GameCube called like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I think it was the fourth one. And uh, we would just sit in front of the TV and play that game together for hours. And it had this awesome soundtrack. And ironically, I think every show I've been on, like interview I've done, I've brought up the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack (laughs) because it's just, it's so influential on my music taste. But one song that me and him like, would belt every time it came on was this song drunken lullabies and we would always sing like that chorus like we find ourselves in the same old mess and we just we always i just have so many good memories of having a blast with my brother playing that game singing this song and um yeah i i love it. it's like celtic punk kind of it's it's folky and it's just great and uh ironic uh, something funny that happened recently this goes to show like the type of person my brother is is that they actually came to asbury park 2019 i guess yes 2019 so two summers ago and i was like yo james like we should go like you know this is like our band we love these guys he's like yeah i'll pass this is like my brother's favorite band and so i actually i wound up going and having a blast but it was just funny that's just you know good times <laughs> yeah no, um, no, i know exactly what you mean video games songs that's that's the exact way to like get like polar opposites that's how you get close to each other i've done the same thing with my brothers i have i have all the brothers in the world honestly i got too many but it's yeah. it's funny it's funny because i've done the same exact thing can you tell me about the second song we have there pearl jam i like pearl jam a lot uh what's it alive yeah so Last semester was my first semester in college and pretty quick I was able to get in with this really nice like group of friends and we'd go out and we'd hang out, uh, excuse me, we'd hang out every night and uh, no matter what was going on, like Pearl Jam came on, because we'd always be blasting music, Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam would come on and none of us are like diehard Pearl Jam fans and none of us were like, oh, we got to listen to Pearl Jam, just like it didn't matter what was going on, Pearl Jam would come on at least once in the night and um you know it'd be funny we'd be like driving around and alive would come on and we'd like we'd sing like really like kind of mocky vocals to eddie vetter kind of like <laughs> really deep kind of like groany you know i feel like everyone does that when pearl jam comes on he's an amazing singer but every everyone whenever pearl jam's like oh yeah i'm alive and stuff like that and it's just uh good times with my friends driving down listening to pearl jam and i you know, I remember I was, ta- I was talking to my friends, I was going to do this show, and they were like, well, you got to you gotta put some Pearl Jam on there. Like, it's always on, and it's almost become like a joke with our group. So that's why uh, Pearl Jam was in there. That's funny. When you, when you bring up the, uh, the like, the mockery of Eddie Vedder, because my brother, his name is Jeremy, and they have a song called Jeremy. So I was going, yeah. Jeremy's walking, right, just mocking. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Yeah, I mean... You don't even gotta know. You gotta know like two of the words of the verse, and then you just kind of like your way through the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next yeah. up, we have. I think this. I didn't know all of these songs that you brought on, but of the ones that I didn't know, this was probably my favorite, and it's surprisingly the shortest. I'm really excited to actually listen to this one. Blood stains. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Flashbulb Memories on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. That was Be Quiet and Drive Far Away by the Deftones. Charlie, can you tell me about two songs that we just listened to? Yeah, of course. So the first song was uh, Bloodstains by Agent Orange. And the reason I picked this song is because it's it took me a, it took me a little bit to think about what song I would have to like fill this spot, but I'm pretty sure this was like pretty much like my introduction introduction to like punk rock and especially like hardcore punk rock, and that to me was like an incredibly important genre in my life. You know, I grew up. Fortunately, I was able to grow up in this very you know middle class area. It's good school. It's a safe area. There's a ton to do, but in terms of more creative stuff like the music scene some of it was very cookie cutter you know everyone went to the same guitar teacher they bought the same $70 guitar lessons or music lessons or vocal lessons you know they played the same cover that they learned from this guy and I never really you know I never really vibed with that so much and I remember hearing punk and getting into like the culture and the genre you know and how it's rough and it's sloppy and it's loud, but it's so there's so much passion behind it in this group of people where it's like it's almost like the do-it-yourself, you know, you don't care what other people think, and you make this like awesome just music. And I just really got into it. Uh, you know, whether it was Agent Orange or Black Flag or some newer bands like No Effects, you know, and you could all of these songs, you didn't have to be the greatest guitarist in the world to play it. You know, you could jam out to all these songs and just have it sound good. And I just, I really started to levitate towards this group. And now it's, you know, I would say it's like a genre I kind of de define myself by. And it's just, you know, I know a lot of people say punk is dead. I would say, you know, anyone who says punk is dead isn't looking hard enough, you know? And I think anyone who has an open mind to music should definitely give it a shot. You know, it's awesome, and I love it. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> how you bring up when you were a kid and everybody going to the same place, doing the same things, and that bothered you. That very mindset, it reminds me of punk, how you don't want to be stuck to the conformity. And it's like that was already in you before you found this genre. And when you found it, it's like you felt like it just belonged is what I'm assuming. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't want to sit here and like sound like some pretentious, like, oh, everyone, all these musicians in my town are conformists. There's some great musicians that came out of here, oh, yeah, and I'm sure course. that the guy who is teaching everyone these music lessons is, or, you know, very talented. It was just like, you know, I Not had this you. like creating, like, I wanted something more. Like, I didn't want to make the same indie pop stuff that everyone else was making, you know, and... It was it, it created kind of like a rift between me and some other like the local musicians, and I never really started and like I started not to really fit in right with a lot of them. And now that I'm at college, it's actually it's weird. I'm seeing this like resurgence of kids who, like almost like think like I did and kind of are into that punk mentality, and I could like jam with them. And I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. But I remember it cre definitely created like a rift between me and some of the people in the music scene who just that's one what they wanted to make was that indie pop. You know, and I'm not, I'm not dissing any pop. I love it. But it was just, you know, at the time, I just wanted something more. And I just really levitated to this genre. That's interesting. All right. The last one, I saved it for last on purpose because you told me how much you like this song. Can you tell me about it? Yes. 
Yeah, so Be Quiet and Drive Far Away by the Deftones is just like, in my opinion, it's it's my favorite song of all time. The Deftones are one of my favorite bands of all time. And this song like never fails to like pump me up and get me in a good mood. Like even when you were playing it now, like I was like bobbing my head a little bit. I'm like, I love this song. And there's just so many times in my life, like when I would just like, you know, I'd get ready for an interview or, you know, I had a long day at work or, you know, I was just hanging out with friends and we'd play the song, we'd all get pumped up, you know. Um, and it's just like that perfect, like, like the, the beats really got like a, like a bounce vibe to it, like you really jump up to it. And just, it's just great. And it's like, you know, I feel like even like, even like the title and kind of the content of the song is like relatable. I feel like we've all had that time when, you know, maybe you're angry or upset and you just get in the car and you just want to like drive far away and just, you know, be quiet, listen to the music and just like take it all in and try to sort yourself out. And I just like, I love it. It's just my favorite song of all time. That's always been what I think is the power of music that you can't, you don't just hear it. You you can feel it and it's very impactful on you. Yeah, I mean, I'd even go as far as saying it's like, that's even like the power of radio. Like I, my car is old, so I don't even have the ability to do like aux cord or anything. I have Sirius XM and FM radio. And I feel like there's just this different vibe of when you're listening to the radio and you have this character DJ playing these songs, like you're not picking it out but it just fits and it's just different from when you have like Spotify in your car and you can play whatever you want, whenever you want, you're listening to this other character kind of present this music to you and almost like, like another force is almost like creating this like soundtrack to your life almost. And it feels a lot more genuine. And like, I feel like I get into it a lot more than just saying, you know, I hop into my car and I just pick, you know, three songs, you know, and I, that's how I learned about, you know, a lot of these, a lot of music just from like driving home from work, turning on the radio, having, you know, and just having it play and just being able to space out. I mean, not space out behind the wheel. That's a bad idea, but just kind of get into the music and, um, you know, just like sort yourself out and it's good. And I love it. <laughs> that is amazing. And I think a perfect way to end the show because I, I feel like I'm kind of given that chance just by having this show and I love doing it, trying to introduce people to more new music. And I learn a lot myself from having all these different people yeah. on. Charlie, thank you so much. I, I actually really did learn a lot from this episode specifically. I really, I really enjoyed no problem, it. Man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank no, you for this is on. awesome. Thank yeah. you too, man. I'll, uh, I'll see you around. Yeah. I'll see you around. Thank you for coming on. This was 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I'll be back next week or on Tuesday if you missed this episode. But I guess if you just heard me say that, there's no point in me saying you missed this episode. Goodbye, and I will talk to you later.